There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. When I was in my early 20s, I was part of a large choir. Now, if you know me, you will know that it had to be a large choir for me to be in it large enough so that my voice could not be heard distinctly. But we learned a new version of When the Roll is Called Up Yonder. I still sing it sometimes. When the roll is called up yonder, I'll be filled with joy and wonder. When I see that blood-bought number, some from every tribe and nation will be there. What a great promise. Some from every tribe and nation will be there. Bought by the blood of the Lamb and prepared as a bride, called out of a filthy, broken system. Only God could unite the thousands of worldwide tribes and all the varieties of our cultures. No political system, no economic strategy could possibly bring the nations together like the King of Kings. And the good news is that he is doing that today with his forgiveness and great grace. Jesus once said, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. The world needs this good seed, and I hope that you are in some way participating with God's people sowing seed in foreign nations. Again, I don't mean politically in any way. We are made co-laborers with Christ. He has shed his blood and paid for the sins of the world. And it's our job and privilege, I might add, to make that known. I've been working with Gospel Inc. since 2002, and the Gospel Inc. mission has expanded over the years as God brings more workers and opens up more doors in different countries. The whole paradigm of financially supporting a national preacher who labors among his own tribe and speaks the heart language of his neighbors with no translator must be a growing strategy for the Western Church. The privilege to serve in Cambodia opened up for Gospel Inc. in 2018. And now, numerous individuals and churches are sponsoring the fledgling outreaches and the growing churches of this tropical jungle nation. Imagine it, a real relationship with a fellow Christian in the heart of Cambodia. <laughs> when I was a kid, these were places that only National Geographic photographers or war journalists dared venture. But today... God has people there preaching his gospel. And without going there or learning a new language, we on this side of the ocean can share in the fruit bearing. I will tell you honestly, I believe God is more interested in relationships than in money. 
We need money to buy necessities. But the quality of our life is shaped by our relationships. One reason I have served with Gospel Inc. for so long is because I see this ministry doing more than moving money across the ocean. Through the quarterly report that each preacher writes, sponsors learn more about the preacher's culture, his family, his needs, his outreach efforts, and his overall service for the Lord. Gospel Inc. sponsors pray for these preachers and their families whom they will never see on this planet. Genuine relationships have blossomed as partnerships are formed. Certainly, some of these men write better reports than others. In making a podcast, I obviously try to find reports that have more details, and I try to select stories that stand out. But in this episode, I've decided to simply read from a report that traveled halfway around the world from that country I mentioned a minute ago, Cambodia. We might consider him a young man. He's not that young for his country. Right around 30, Pastor Kien Norng has been married for four years. You can see a photo of them together on the month of their wedding at cupofgoodnews.org. Now, neither Kien nor Romdul, his wife, know how to speak English. So the report he writes is translated by someone every quarter. The broken English of Pastor Norng's translator adds to the authenticity of the report. So I have decided not to correct the grammar or word order. I'm just going to read the way it was written. I don't know what a Cambodian accent sounds like exactly, so I won't try. But if the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field, it is also true that millions of Cambodians need this good seed. And I think you will rejoice as you read about Pastor Norng's sowing, which I have entitled in this episode, Relatives and the Ice Cream Man. Dear Sponsor, Greeting to you from beautiful Krobe Jorong Church. It is such a joy every time to pen a letter to you. I know that you long for my family and ministry update. We are here to pray for you every day because you are a member in our home, although you are living in the other side of the ocean. We hope the presence of God fill your home with love, peace, and joy, as well as you find strength both physic and spirit. My wife starts to involve in the woman ministry. She found reason to serve the Lord. She said to me that she wanted to accompany all my training trips and having Bible study with leaders in our district monthly. My wife now memorizes over 10 songs and she enjoys singing for praise God's name. You know what happened here. My wife enjoys singing in praise in worship service. It makes me so happy. Regarding our production, my family plants some of the fruit trees, such as orange trees, durian trees, rambutan trees, and jackfruit trees. Total all 40 trees. We receive fresh cucumber and 15 big jackfruits in September. My wife made two jars of sour cucumbers, and they will be used in the raining season. We stopped rising rabbits, but invested in rising chickens. On every Wednesday, my wife and I go to study guitar and piano. I love to play piano very much. My mother stays blessed. 
The household work will be taken by my wife, so my mother has more time to rest after working hard on the field. My mother is on diet due to high blood pressure and stomach ache. She uses tablets every day. She looks forward to have a grandbaby. Once, thank you so much for your sacrifice with prayers. May the Lord richly bless you all. Mrs. Manick, age 52, was suffered from fever for many days. She was unable to eat for three days, and she just took some tablets from the drugstore. Four members and I hurried to visit her, and we surrounded her with wholehearted prayer in the name of Jesus. We found out that she was a Christian, but she still kept an amulet of charm in her cabinet. After throwing away the amulet, she was liberated from Satan's power, and her fever ended. By her story, her neighbors gathered and learned the power of Jesus, who not only saved people from sin, but also overcame Satan and evil spirits. Two leaders and I went to visit one of our members. His name is Saruen, living in the Shreichme village, about 30 kilometers from my home. Because of living far from us, we were not able to visit him often. But that day we visited him and met at his house. He was very excited to welcome us into his house. We talked about their family, health, and production. He shared with us that one of his children who has a lung problem, and she was very thin, she was unable to walk. This man's name, Sarun, has also suffered from heart attack. He was unable to earn money for his family. His wife is very old. Therefore, his family life is dependent on his grandsons working. Standing in front of his situation, we were humbled and bowed down before the Lord for calling his help from above. He sold all things in his house for getting tablets for his daughter. I used the verses in Book of Job, chapter 2, 7 through 10, and Revelation 21 to read and comfort his family. After that, we gave some funds to him and prayed for his daughter for the healing from God. I ran out and got some noodles from a store. Then we had lunch together. We hope that the power of God together with Jesus' love can bring his house hope. Also, the same month at Kroby Village, a man died because of motorbike accident. He left his poor wife and their three children. Our church members contributed some funds and bought a coffin for her husband. Not only so, we helped her to bury her husband in a grave and made a cement place. She came up to me and asked, Teacher, why you and your people helped me on that occasion? Because God loved and saved our lives. God wanted us to care for and love others as we are loved and cared for. She promised to us that she would come to the church one time in the near future. We do pray for her salvation and her crops. One day in mid-January, Leader Hang and I preached good news to villagers in Borejore village. It is about 12 kilometers away from my village. We met and introduced the gift of salvation to Mr. Pia. His wife passed away two years ago. He was working hard to raise his four kids. His house had no blanket, no mosquito net, not even sleeping mat. He worked hard and complained about his unfortunate destiny. Never thought about his soul or even meaning of his life on earth. He learned the importance of spiritual life. After teaching the way to receive the gift of forgiveness, Mr. Pia bowed his head and repented of his sins. 
We were happy to get some fish cans and a pot for his family. My leaders and I went to Krobe Joron village to share gospel message with some families whom we knew. Paul Paul, a member who always offered his house for our programs, met us there. We have been in this village with six people in order to teach the love of Jesus through our programs. We thank so God much for Paul Paul and his four children who helped us much in our ministries. Our program include to share the love of God through such a number of fish cans, noodles, and meals to families who were in need. What we knew is God opened the door to let us go there for the gospel. Fifteen families have heard the gospel message, and three families have accepted to Jesus through our programs. In addition, Paul Paul called his father-in-law to join us. That allowed us to share the gospel with those families. Our desire is all of them who accepted Jesus as their Lord would come to serve God with us in this area. By late July, I and my wife went to Pithnu village in order to visit my sister. When we arrived in her home, we did not see her. I met one old lady who was sitting alone inside my sister's house. I asked her, where is my sister? She said that all of them went to the field. We talked of many things, and I found out that she was my relative also. She told me that she just came from treatment by the Khmer traditional medicine. She told me that her wizard did not allow me, a preacher of God, to enter her house for three years. If I entered her house, her sickness would be back to her body. This lady, named Vien, was governed by the power of Satan. She was living in sin and in darkness. She was afraid of evil spirits. I preached the good news to her, explained the Almighty God's power to her, but her heart closed from Jesus. What a pity for her in this opportunity. My wife and I were sad for her life. One wonderful day in September, when we visited my uncle, we praised God by singing songs and studying the Word of God. A man who was selling the ice cream arrived in his house also. Ice cream man asked me what we were doing and what kind of song sang sounding so beautiful. Through our conversation, ice cream man learned that we sang in praise to God. Uncle told me that he already shared the good news with ice cream man, but he did not get saved yet. At that time, I invited the ice cream man to join worship God together. After we finished our program, he raised many questions about Jesus, hell, about Satan, heaven, about sacrifices. Why should I do believe in Jesus? Ice cream man asked me. I answered him, just believe from your heart by faith that you would be saved. He had another question. If I believe in Jesus, can I enter the pagoda and worship Buddha? We cannot do that, answered I. If we believe in Jesus, we cannot worship the idols. He has one more question. Which Jesus belonged to religion of country? I told him Jesus was not a religion and not for any special country. God so loves the world and sent his one and only son who believes in him shall not perish but receive the gift of salvation. Will you now to invite Jesus into your heart or not? The ice cream man expressed his desire to receive the gift of forgiveness for his life. He made repentance and I led him to God in prayer. 
The ice cream man was happy to learn that his name was written in the book of life in the heaven, instead of in the book of Buddha and forever placed in the hell with the army of Satan. He thanked us by giving us free ice cream, and I gave him a New Testament book for free too. He smiled and said, fair play. And the dawning to noonday bright, and Christ's great kingdom shall come to earth, the kingdom of love and light. If you're like me, you smile at the broken English. Honestly, I feel like that broken English authenticates this beautiful report of God's servant. I'm sure you've looked at a map from Southeast Asia in the past. But today, I've opened up a window into the life of one national preacher who lives there. You've heard how he's spreading the gospel, how he's living out of a garden, how he's trying to share with relatives that don't want to hear, as well as how he's leading people in his area to know and trust the Savior. I hope this report does two things to your heart. I hope that it makes you think of the ice cream man near you. He also needs the Lord Jesus. And I hope it encourages you to know that the gospel is being shared by national preachers in Cambodia. Wherever the gospel seed is sown, it bears fruit. And that, my friend, is good news.